What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I'm joined by the Buzzing Beauty, the Triple Threat herself, Miss Ladies, in the building where her where her new wig split it. What's going on? Oh my God! Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how's your week been? Uh, it's been eventful. Eventful to say the I know you got you yeah. been, you've been getting some news, some blessings, some changes. Like you just you working on a lot over. There. I ain't gonna say what it is. That's not my place. But yes. you got some shit going on, and I'm I'm super proud of you. So oh, I thank you. I, I can wait. It's to, been it's been rough, but I can't wait till some things become official because popping some bottles are gonna be in order. And so when people see us turning the fuck up, just know it was well deserved because <laughs> it's coming. It's coming between what you may have going on. My short film dropping on my birthday. We're going to have a lot of, of, of things going on. Oh. Amen. So, Let's do it. We out here working. Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that topics for this week <laughs> the first one that we got from the headlines we got this this uh interview with Lil Boosie and Mike Tyson right and first of all mm -hmm. a lot of stuff was said in that interview towards Boosie that I don't think could have happened anywhere else because Boosie is such a a personality but being around Mike Tyson humbles people because they know they can't even try to talk that tough shit but what did you think about like Mike Tyson asking Boosie if the reason why he goes so hard on, um, especially Dwayne Wade's son and homosexual people in general, is because he's battling possibly with some underlying homosexuality himself. And then, what do you also do you think about like just seeing a different side of Boosie? Because I've never seen Boosie that calm and and trying he's to scared. He's like, definitely terrified. But even him saying like <laughs> like his mama said the same thing. He was like, man, sometimes I just need to shut the fuck up, man. Like never seen Boosie like that before. Well, I didn't see the whole interview. I did see the clips about the homosexual thing. Um, it was a little, un I mean, it was a little unnecessary. Not the question itself, mm -hmm. but the way Mike asked it, it was kind of like, I dare you say something stupid type, like the underlining of the question. I don't know. It was weird. It, it, I didn't get that. I didn't like I didn't get that underlying like you better not say. I got more so. You got to keep in mind, this is Mike Tyson. This man was illiterate well into his 30s. So, like, you, you can't expect Mike Tyson to be the the fact that he was able to have a cohesive interview like that sometimes su surprises me. But uh, I, don't, I don't I don't know. I didn't take it that way, though. I'm not I'm not trying to take away from your the way you took it. I just I didn't feel that at all. I felt more so the tone that I got from it was now we finna we finna dive in and even Mike Mike relaying it to himself. He said that there were times where he was battling with with internal stuff and he acted that way towards people. So that's why he he addressed Boosie in the way that he did. I didn't like the undertone of, of how it was asked, but, you know, 
good interview. I mean, good clip. It was definitely talk worthy. A lot of people are still talking about it till today. Um, but I don't know. I don't think that all men that talk out against homosexuality are battling with homosexuality. Some men just are straight men and don't accept the fact that men like to sleep with other men and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think just because no, don't you don't like it that no. you you should like your sexuality should be questioned because it's something you're no. struggling. No, and I, I don't I don't think that that's the way he meant it. I think it was more so that was specific towards Boosie because how hard he goes sometimes. But uh yeah, no, I don't as much, as bad as homophobia is, you can't lay that everyone who's who has some form of homophobia is really internally homosexual. I don't I don't believe that either, but it's mm. it, I think more so He's just passionate about how he feels about it. He's totally against it. You got to listen to the full interview because I think you're speaking from a place without seeing the full interview and some of the stuff that you're saying is was addressed. In but it. I've seen Boosie talk against homosexuality too with, you know, Dwayne's kid and, and just in general, like I watch his lives and stuff. He's just passionate about how he feels about it. I don't think that he should have been asked like just because he speaks so much about it is he battling with it like is it something that he's questioning with himself i didn't like that i didn't like how he i didn't like that that was asked mm. all right well hey you're entitled to your, your feelings on it so uh good interview though everyone check it out uh mike tyson's podcast is actually really good now they they've been doing this thing that's weird though because they take like breaks and then they'll re-release episodes that are like months old as like new episodes like that shit's weird now i don't get what the fuck they they're what they're trying to do with that shit but other than that my i enjoy mike tyson's podcast hmm. overall speaking of podcasts mm -hmm. does joe buttons really have covid yeah yeah he announced it on his twitter i mean i saw it but people were saying it was like a publicity thing no. i don't know at least everything that i see seems like that's legit um which it's just it's been an interesting up and down year for Joe Button. He's had his ups, he's had his downs, he's had his getting dragged in the mud, the whole dog thing. Like it's just been, it's just another year. You know what? Every year is an up and down year for Joe. But the only year that he's had a a fully up year was the year after Complex when he really started getting into like his own media thing bag and started with Revolt. That was like the only year that I can remember pretty much everything going up for Joe Button. Other than that, it's always been up and down. Allegations out the wazoo. People just can't let Button live. But sometimes Button doesn't let himself live either with some of the shit that he does. So that's just life. Um, exactly. He talks a lot. He talks yeah. a lot. And then, it, like, for people who watch the video of Joe Button's podcast, some of the stuff he says, you can see it in his face where he's like, you know what, I probably shouldn't say this, but fuck it, I'm going to say it anyway. Ratings, like, I. that's just the feeling I get. I love Joe Button, but... He definitely knows what buttons to push with certain people. Let's get into the shit, though, right? So the first uh, the first topic that we have, full-fledged topic, is nudes etiquette. What do you do with the nudes that were sent to you after you are no longer dealing with the person? What do you think? What are, what are your what's your etiquette with 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 previously sent nudes, Miss T? It depends on how pissed off I am at the person or if I'm pissed. <laughs> But even if I'm mad, if it was a good picture, I'll probably keep it in the archives. You know, just depends on how I'm feeling at the time. Mm, okay. Sometimes I keep them. 
and and I'll email them to myself and delete it out my phone. Mm. Have it, but no one can see it. <laughs> see, that's why you got to have a vault, right? I have, I have, a, I have a not Google Drive because that's pretty much for business. I have a, a a Dropbox. It's called the it's called the Vault. That's what I call it. A full of just old news that I just filed away. It's it's a folder for feet pics. It's it's separated by random feet pics, specific a, a, elite feet pics, random nudes. I get rid of pussy pics because, like I said, I don't like that shit at all. Like that shit, somebody can send me they. I I can see 115 vaginas and not one of them is gonna make do anything for me. But yeah, I got I got I got my shit separated out. <laughs> well, I guess my email is my vault. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Now, do you ever worry about your email getting hacked? No. Okay. I change my password pretty often. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What do you, so? What do you sure. so generally though? Do you think people should delete them? Do you think once? Because you know some people are of the mind like you should delete my nudes once we stop fucking around, and some people have the mindset of well, you sent them to me, they mine now. I'm keeping them for as long as I see fit. What do you think? I mean, if you feel comfortable enough to send a nude, you can't say what they can do with it after the fact. Like it's it's <laughs> out of your control at that point. So you just have to trust the person enough that even after y'all don't talk, that loyalty still plays a part and they won't just go all willy-nilly with your shit. But you got to be selective. You can't just be sending randoms to Tom, Dick, and Harry. That's, hey, that's that's very true. I've never, uh, well, let me not say, maybe in high school, but as a, full, a grown-ass man, I've never been like, hey, bro, look, she sent me a new, you want to see it? That's just, that's corny to me. Like, I don't get that shit. I still got grown friends i'm not saying no name that do that that's crazy to me like it's just but they they do it for girls that they're not really into like not no one's a bun but still yeah now the only time that i would do some shit like that if somebody unsolicitedly and i don't know them at all sent me some hideous like i've sent 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 you hideous feet pics that people slid in my dms that's different i don't know you exactly what i'm saying so you know it is what it is but uh i even to me like i don't understand the people who are like grown and still like they're like let their friends read their text like my thing is like if okay, if i talk to you is my shit talking to you that shit will get me to not talk to you about deep shit anymore if you was like oh yeah they had my phone they were looking through our text history bitch even if i didn't send you any news it's gonna be like look i can't i can't do it like i that's gonna automatically cut down the amount that i open up to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had somebody once, yeah. no jokes aside, like I hadn't. This woman sent me nudes probably two, if not more, years prior. She got with somebody in a serious relationship, and do you know she went? She was going through everyone she ever sent nudes to, asking them to delete it years later because she got in a serious relationship. I was like, you know, that's weird as fuck. Yeah, that's too much. That's just that's, that's a bit. That's strange. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. I mean this point it doesn't matter if some of the nudes get out because if your new was fire you're gonna get famous off of it you <laughs> might get some money off of it you know and at this day and age you can sue people for le- leaking your nudes out there so i mean it's bittersweet but at least now there are repercussions for it you know yeah yeah true that's true all right let's move into topic number two uh how do you how do you or how would we suggest for somebody to truly take time to heal after a toxic relationship. Take time to yourself, pray, listen to a lot of music, write in a journal, vent to a friend, 
therapy. All you said is, is exact, and pe- and that's the thing. People don't do that shit. That like generally, and this is it. Like I said, I used to think this shit was a young people's thing, but now that I'm like in my mid thirties, and I know a lot of people in mid thirties and forties, motherfuckers still do this shit well into their fifties. They get out of a toxic ass relationship, get into a new relationship, they bring some of that toxicity from the last relationship into it, and then they wonder why the shit doesn't work because you didn't take the time to get like, especially if you're in a long term committed relationship. That shit takes a minute to just get out of the process of whatever the fuck you was dealing with. So for you to jump they right into it take, Go ahead. Sorry. They say it takes half the time that you were in a relationship to get over it if it's been like four years or more or mm-hmm. something like that. That's interesting. I mean, nobody's saying you have to you have to be a hundred and a hundred percent completely healed, but be into a place where you're yeah. dealing with it. Like like if you and I said this before, like if you just think somebody's going to magically come around and love you enough to heal all the toxic shit that you just got done dealing with. That shit does not happen. And even if you got to the point that it did, you've depleted that person's love so much that the further you get into the relationship, the less they going to have for you. And then you're going to be stuck looking stupid, complaining about that. Take time to heal yourself. Absolutely. Those are all the things that I, I have done or would suggest someone to do. Alan's having a ball. Is he? Hmm. <laughs> that nigga's crazy. I'm glad it's not gonna make it into the recording at all. So, um, <laughs> that nigga. Listen, I love my son to death. Like Alan is my spirit animal through and through. But that dude does not chill from the moment he wakes up until the moment he goes to sleep. And I just be looking like I don't understand. Like if I could take. of the energy he has every day and bottle it and sell it, we will all be the most, we'll be the most productive society in history. Mm, mm, mm. Poor thing. Poor you. Hot ass mess. Uh, Let's move into the next topic. (laughs) So this one is is more about us. We got to get reflective on this one. The top five things we require from someone who wants to get into a relationship with us. Relationship requirements, court requirements. You can go any way you want to with this. Hell, there may be requirements that motherfuckers need to even get into consideration. T, I can't wait to see what your top, what's on your top five. What we got? To get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the physical because that's, that's what I see first. Mm-hmm. And that's the first step. So I like height. I like uh, nice teeth. I like clear skin. <laughs> I like someone that dresses well and someone that's very articulate and open-minded. Mm. Now, once we're already dating, I have another top five. But that was just the first. That's that's the first. That's, that's to get in the door. That's to get in the door. Okay. You want my other five? Yeah, come on. Keep, keep coming with <laughs> All right, you have to be trustworthy. You have to know how to balance your work and your personal time because I need quality time. Um, You have to be able to have conversations with me, like open dialogue. I'm a talker. Um, I'm a podcaster, clearly. I like talking about current events. I like to see where your head is with certain things and how you feel about stuff. And I need you to be open and honest. Um, I said trust already. Mm -hmm. Um, what else do I need? I need someone that loves their family. 
Mm. And I lead someone that's honest. Okay. Those are my five. I mean, there's more, but you know. I got that. Those are the ones I can think of. I like that. Um, to get in the door <laughs> with me. Ah, uh, well, pretty feet. That's at the top of the list. We already know because you ain't getting nowhere if your feet ugly. I don't give a damn if you walk in this motherfucker looking like Angela Bassett. If your feet beat, I don't give two shits about none of that other shit. All right, so pretty feet we got at the top of the list. Um, two aware, and I'm by that I mean of of the culture of what's going on in society. What you got to be able to have some shit. I don't like talking very often, but when I do. I don't like talking about surface level shit. If every time we having a conversation, it's about the timeline, some shit a damn a dumbass celebrity did. But when I ask you about politics, when I bring up fucking education, something, reading a book, and you just looking at dumbfounded to shit, I ain't got shit for you either. Be passionate about something would be number three too. I almost don't care what it is. As long as you're not like passionate about drama. But if you're passionate, if you have something that you are truly, truly going after. That shit is this one of the sexiest things in the world to me because I'm an extremely passionate person. I'm a driven person. So I need somebody who's going to understand that because, listen, there's times like now, shit, I'm in between doing my normal shit, editing videos for people, other people and working on a short film. And I'm passionate about every, all of the things that I have my hands in. Like I've I'm lucky at, I'm at the place now in my life where everything that I do is literally something that I'm passionate about, except my nine to five. That's just that's just to, to help to help fund my other shit. But everything, my children, my 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 businesses, my my creativity, my what my kids have going on. Like I'm passionate about all of that. So I need somebody who is who has something that they're equally as passionate about. Um, and then also, I'd say like somebody who's not afraid, like because I think a lot of people like they take me like if you have to be talking all the time then we're just not gonna work like you have to be okay with being in the same room with me and realizing that i enjoy being around you but that don't mean i got shit to say i just don't like t you've been around you are mute yes people people, and this the amount of people that's another thing listen if i'm getting to know somebody and they be like how do you not like to talk you have a podcast i'm immediately canceling you out even if you got pretty feet because you don't like people don't understand like that shit has nothing to do with it. Like, yeah, especially motherfuckers who be wanting to just, like I say, just somebody told me one time, they were like, I like to be blown up. About what? It doesn't matter. Bitch, I ain't got to, my life, the way my life is worked out, I ain't got time for that shit. So, so you, if you just want to just be in communication and just be in communication, I ain't, I ain't the one for you. It's just not me. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. There's like five people in my life that I feel like, like I can, I can. I still don't, but that I can just run my mouth to. You're one of them, Xavier, my mama, my sister Alexis, and God. If they ain't those five people, <laughs> that's it. like that's it, legit. And T, you tell you, there's been what? There, well, how many times has it been T that I've called you and legit been like, I ain't want shit, and then we still end up talking for like twenty minutes. It's happened. A lot. Not that all. Yeah, well, <laughs> it probably has happened more than I think. Like, that's my nigga. Like, like Tia, Tia, Tia is probably one of the closest people to me that is not blood related to me. Period. And even that process took a while because I was like, listen, you got to start calling me. <laughs> like, that shit took like, like no, because the last year, really, we're almost at a point where we've been talking more consi- consistently for a year. 
But it took like five years to get to that point. Yeah. That's crazy. Because it was a lot, of, a lot of random DMs, a lot of random text messages. <laughs> and it was a lot of randomness. And I was like, listen, pick up a phone and call me. <laughs> That's how I communicate, okay? <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I really don't think you realize how much love I have for you. Just because like, and I, I've, and people, and you probably seen it and you probably been like, this nigga's just talking. But the fact, if I call you, if I call anybody, this is listen. If I randomly pick up a phone and call you, and I say I ain't want shit, if I say that any time in it, I love you on a level you may never comprehend because that's just not me. <laughs> that is not me, and I hate it when people do that shit. My mama would call me and be like, "Oh, I ain't want nothing," and I'd be like, "All right," and then she just keep going on for five minutes. Like that's my mama. She gets a pass with that. That shit drives me crazy. So if I do that to you, then my love for you is like is out of this fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> but um and then like I, I guess i did a mix between the things before and during the relationship but ultimately this is seriously what it, one thing out of, of anything is like i need a requirement for me to be in a serious relationship is that i have to be able to be vulnerable around you part of me being vulnerable <laughs> is being quiet but like if i don't have that if i don't feel like i can come to you and be like look i'm either depressed i'm on the precipice i'm sad this got me down and not worry about you using it against me. I ain't, I don't want you in my life. Period. That's why I keep my circle yeah. tight now. So that's true. Nobody wants something thrown in their face. All right, but that's it. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's it. I think that's our five things. Anything left you got got to say? I know I just I just ran on like a, a five minute rant, which is long for me. You got anything? Any reaction? No, I did ten things. I did I did my ten. All right, cool. What gets you in the door and what gets you to a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are about to get into our listener emails and submitted questions or whatever. But before that, we got a cookie of the week. What's what's going on with that, Tia? Yes. This week's cookie of the week is at FBF body on Instagram. And FBF is fuck being fat. Mm. So this black woman from Philly, she's very pretty. Her name is Za. Um, she came up with like an athletic clothing line. So she has uh, like everyday like leggings and tops, and um, she does like the waist beads. A lot of men love waist beads now too, um, and some other like athletic stuff. But she is a very awesome business owner. Um, she has a really really dope story too like she started off having medical issues um and then it went away and then she started her business she has kids but definitely listen to her story and it's at fbf body on instagram boom there you have there you have and she dropped a new line like her fall line for her athletic wear today so check that out too that's what's up that's what's up you know speaking of, Mm -hmm. of fashion like fall lines I can't wait. I know. I know you're gonna be like, "Well, when you come in, nigga, to be in DC and shoot this commercial for you." Yes. So when you still haven't given me no dates, I have a stylist waiting on a date from me so that she can give me dates that she can style the you know models. What? Fuck it. Fuck it. <clears throat> I have I have afros and audio November thirteenth. I gotta do a live virtual stream from four thirty to six thirty. I'm fucking hitting the road to DC right after that. 13th and 14th, Boom. I'll be there. Period. We're just going to make it happen. Period. Period, Pooh. I'm telling her and she's going to pencil it in. You're going to be stuck to that date. There you go. There you go. DC, right. be looking out right, for DC. me. I'm coming. 
<laughs> Period. I ain't been in DC in over a year, and that's my one of my favorite cities. So yeah, it's long overdue. Um, mm. I'm gonna tell you, the crew. There you go. Tell them. Tell them. I'll be there. Set something up. Uh, but that's a six hour drive. So even if I leave, if I'm not gonna be there till midnight Saturday, so we're gonna have to kick it hard. Six hours. Yeah, that's said six hours, didn't I? Where are you? Where's Afros and Audios? It's it's virtual, so I'm doing it from here. It's four hours. The drive to DC is not four hours. I thought it was four hours. Man, I can't you've remember. driven here. You see, see now. I know. I thought it was we four see, hours. We seen lady age before our eyes, people. That's what we seen. Um, we'll go ahead and get into our first break. We come back. We got listeners to me. <laughs> Hey guys, it's your girl Beck Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> We're back and we're about to get into these emails. Lady's going to take the first one. Take it away, lady. All right. So I think I gave it up too quick for a guy I like. I've slept with this guy a few times now, mainly because I have a really big crush on him. We know each other through mutual friends, and I took the first opportunity I had to sleep with him because I thought it was the only way I could get close to him. Pathetic, yes. Uh, I like him so much. I can see myself with him, and I think he sees he likes me too based off his demeanor around me. But he said he's not ready for the commitment yet because of a busy lifestyle. I honestly don't see him as the type to be talking to heaps of other girls, but then again, could be wrong. Was I wrong for sleeping with him so fast, or should I just keep sleeping with him and see where it goes, or let it go and move on before I hurt myself? So, why do I feel like we give this advice at least once a month? Mother, stop, men and women, stop thinking that you're going to sleep somebody's way into getting them to like you. Like, why? Like, don't get me wrong. If you want to just fuck, fuck. I'm an I'm a, I'm a advocate of that. If you want to give it up, I ain't give a fuck if it's the first night, if it's a half a night, if it's the first two hours you done met them. Do that. But, but do that with the understanding that, you are doing it because that's what you want to do, not to try to get something else out of it or think that you're going to you're, you're going to you're going to fucking suck somebody so good to the point where they're going to be like, oh, yes, now I want to get in a relationship with them. It does not exactly. work with that. Stop carrying your fucking feelings and your vaginas and your dicks, people. Stop doing it because that's just a fucking road to a dark and twisted ass crazy place like my mind is. Go ahead, T. What do you think? Whenever you do something with the intention of getting someone else to do something for you, it always backfires. You always regret it later and question yourself. That's why you have to do it for you, regardless of what is going to come out of it. Do I want to fuck him because I really like him and I'm just curious to see if he's a good lay? Or do I want to fuck him because I'm going to fuck him so great that I'm going to fuck him into a relationship? Do it because you want to, not because you're trying to coerce them into doing something that you want them to do. Period. Because now you feel like a hoe. <laughs> and now you're regretting it, and now you don't know what to do. 
It, it doesn't seem like you're the type that is that is okay with just having sex with people that you like because you get emotionally involved. So I would say because it seems like I could be wrong that you can't handle it, then leave him alone. Because in the back of your mind, if you keep fucking him, you're just going to keep wanting him to all of a sudden be with you and you're going to be mad when he decides not to or he wants to be with somebody else. And so just let it go, man. I'm glad you said that because they, these are the type of people that they, they ain't had no conversation about exclusivity. They doesn't seem like they had any conversation about anything other than they just bumping uglies. But when that man pops up in a relationship <laughs> on Instagram, it's going to be all hell broken loose. Yep, she's going to be trying to contact the new girl. Oh, I've been sleeping with him. No, let's just avoid all of that now and just cut it off. There you go. You got. You really do have to understand what you can and can't deal with, and not feel bad for it. If you know that you're somebody who you build up deep feelings through sexual relationships, then you need to you need to pro- protect your peace at all costs. And sometimes, while protecting your peace, that means you got to protect your pussy. And it's just real talk. You can't you can't be letting people up in there if you know that it's going to cause you to get in your feelings and you don't know you haven't had that conversation. You don't know where their heads at for all he knows. And I don't know this, but for all he he's thinking is he just he just hit the jackpot. He found somebody who just is going to be somebody he can sleep with when he needs to get his rocks off. And maybe in the back of his mind, he's pursuing a whole nother person for an actual relationship. You got to you got to have these conversations. If you're the type of woman to catch feelings from sex, you need to be extremely selective in who you sleep with. And the conversation about what a guy is looking for needs to be had before you have sex. That should be asked during the getting to know you, like the first couple conversations. Like, what do you want? Where are you at in life? Are you looking to settle down? Do you want a wife? Are you looking to build? Are you just having fun? Are you into work? Like, do you have time to deal and, and get to know somebody? Like, and if they don't meet up to what where you are, leave them alone. Period. There you go. No matter how cute they are, leave their ass where they at. <laughs> well, great <laughs> words uh, to end that email. Let's get into email number two. This one is, am I overreacting or is he, is he being disrespectful? I'm so mad at... Getting into the email. I'm so mad about this right now. We've been dating for a long time, but we see each other only on weekends. Sometimes not even then. He works a lot and it's complicated. See, that it's we'll get to, we'll get to that. He came to my house on Friday for fifteen for five minutes and said he is going to see his friends and came back late at night while I was already asleep. On Saturday, I thought we were spending a day together, but he was seeing his friends again and came back late at night again, saying we'll spend Sunday together. On Sunday morning, he said he had to go to work. He's sorry. I could have made other plans for myself this weekend, but I didn't because of him. This happened many times before, and we talked about this, but we talked about this, but no use. I didn't want to cause a fight, so I pretended everything is okay, but I'm so mad about this. Should I be understanding and not make it a big deal, or am I right that I feel used by him to just have a place to sleep over and do what he wants without spending any quality time with me? Listen, young lady, this is you. You know why? Because he showed you more than once, and you already had a conversation. The first time he did it again after the conversation, you should have let his ass go. Because one thing I am not for is repeating myself more than once. 
twice more than tw- I might I might give you two times. I might, depending on what it is. But no, nip that shit in the butt. Listen, I am not a booty call and you are not gonna be used in my house to come spend a night. What are we doing? Are we just fucking? Because if that's the case, I'll call you when I want it and not the other way around. Like, you have to take control of the situation. He's not about to keep playing with you, and you shouldn't let him. The fact that you're even asking this question lets me know that this is not okay with you, and you need to just nip it in the butt. Why why are you tiptoeing around it and not wanting to talk to him about it again? Because you already did. Fuck his feelings. Look at how you feel. This is, this is about how you feel. Say what you need to say and keep it moving. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go into, like, what I took out of this email. And it may be completely off, and then I'll give some advice. The fact that she mm-hmm. ended the first paragraph with, he works a lot and it's complicated, right? That says that speaks a lot to me. And then, so you're, you, you, he's coming to stay over your house on the weekends. Doesn't seem like you guys live far apart. I, I think what I get from this email, let me know if you think I'm way off base, is that mm-hmm. he lives with his with his ex? That's what I think. That it's complicated part tells me that it's something weird going on. Could be. So, and she knows he that. might have his kids during the week. That's Who true. Knows? That's true. But okay, let's get into let's get into into the, the body of this email. So he came over with you Friday night. He was. It seems like he was there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Friday night, let's just say he he was supposed to come over there. He got off work. He was like, you know what? I'm going to go out with a couple of friends. He dropped the stuff off, went out. Okay, that's cool. Saturday comes. He says, I'm sorry. We're going to spend the day together and then goes out with his friends again. And then he magically has to work Sunday. First of all, you being way too motherfucking understanding. That, that's just a. My thing is, too, is all right. If he's just going to hang with his friends and he came to spend the weekend with you, why couldn't you come? Why couldn't it be, hey, babe, we're going to spend the day together. We're going to go see a movie. We're going to go to the mall. We're going to go out to eat. We're going to hit this one up. But but my, my boy Brian wants to meet for drinks later. Do you mind if we go meet with drinks with Brian and a couple of friends? Yeah. And then I mean, it's unless, cool. he wanted it, unless he works so much that he needs that male bonding time, like that's but he understandable. Had Friday night. But, if that, but if that's the case, you shouldn't have came over here this weekend. You should have stayed home. Yeah. You could have met up with your friends from your house. You didn't have to meet up with them and tell me we was going to do one thing and then just come sleep, wake up, and leave back. Like, that's not what we're doing. <sighs> Nip it in the bud. You got to put your motherfucking foot down. Because people only do what you allow for them to do. And if you keep allowing them to treat you like shit, they're going to keep treating you like shit. So start speaking up. And this goes goes back. Like I tell people to speak up more. (laughs) And this goes back to what you said in the first email. You talk to them about it once. They don't need to be many more conversations about it. If you want to double up, reaffirm, all right, twice. Maybe if things get better and then you see him slack, start slacking again after some some time of him doing good. All right, I can see the third conversation, but it seems like he, he like this is repeated, and you because you don't want to make a fuss, and so now you sitting around looking stupid. No, make a fuss. That's the shit you should make a fuss about. Your time, your energy, those are things that you got the right to make a fucking fuss about. If anybody tries to make you feel guilty for it, fuck them. Mm. Keep it moving, sis. Keep it moving. This ain't it. This ain't it. Um, all right. You know, one weekend where he wants to come over, be like, I'm sorry, I'm going out this weekend. <laughs> like sometimes you gotta treat people like they treat you to see if they get it. Cause sometimes they don't get it. But there you go. All right. Yeah. 
we're gonna move <laughs> on. Last email of the day. This one kind of triggered me. We'll read it. Scheduling sex, it works. That's the title, right? We're going to get into this. My wife and I have very different drives. After 13 years of marriage, she is fine with once a week, and I like it two to three times. I almost always initiate. We have two kids and both work full time, so most of the time we are just too tired at night. About a month ago, I also suggested I I ago I suggested scheduling sex based off what nights what night or nights we we thought would work best. She was resistant at first, but eventually I got her to agree to try. It went so well that last week she asked me if I could pencil her in that night. It was an amazing change to the norm. Just having the ability to freely admit when we felt we needed it to help loosen everything up. So I think scheduling is working. Is something is this something that could help more couples with their sex life? Tia, what do you think about this? I mean, I assume so. As someone that's never been married and doesn't have kids, I'm pretty sure that takes up a lot of your time, especially if you have more than one kid um, and they're young. So, yes, I think scheduling sex and date nights is definitely a thing. And I was just watching Black Love Mm -hmm. last week and a couple on there started scheduling sex and they say it's the best thing ever. Like they don't even argue about sex anymore because they said it was uncomfortable at first, but they rather be uncomfortable and work through it than not have sex at all and then argue about it. So it works. Whatever works. I'm somebody who needs some spontaneity. So while I think, especially in, and you know, I've been married, I've have multiple kids. It it can, it does work to a degree to say, hey, Tuesday night, we're gonna put the kids to bed early and we're gonna get our thing in. But I I am somebody who still needs some form of spontaneity. So if there's still room to veer off from the schedule, then I'm all for scheduling it to make sure we at least get that in. But then we still need times where you you putting clothes in the washing machine and I just going to come and pull your pants down and do some shit like I, I need that, too. So, like, I'm fine with a mixture of both. I understand that, like, everybody I'm great at ba- balancing schedules, right, because I'm used to it. I've done it since I was a fucking teenager with help my mom raise my sister. So I, 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 I'm a little bit different than a lot of people with scheduling. So I understand why. Some people need to have that time where it's like, hey, pencil me in. This is this is the break. This is the knocking boots night. We got to get that in. And if it works for you, it works. The thing is, is that every, more people need to be open to trying things that may be uncomfortable at first to your friend's point. Because the thing is, is that what people feel like are getting to this mindset that, oh, we shouldn't have to schedule it. We did it. This. We did it. This. Listen. My nigga, people is this is 2020. We live in times where more than not, both parents are working. People have multiple kids. Those kids have multiple activities that you guys are probably splitting up, driving all around. Kids are nosy as shit nowadays. And motherfuckers just be tired. So I, I completely understand scheduling sex, scheduling date nights, as Tia said before. Hell, scheduling time where one parent takes the kids and let the other one goes to do whatever the fuck they want to do. More people need yep. to get on that type of schedule because I feel like there are so many relationships that, that they lo- start losing each other just because they didn't open their mouth and say, hey, let's cut out some time just for us. They start getting prideful like, oh, well, if he wanted to, da, da, da. listen, if you if that if you value you, if you value that relationship, if you value the time, if you value trying to value trying to make shit better, don't don't be opposed to scheduling. I just, like I said, I just need some room for spot name too. As long as we have that, I'm good. 
even single, I wouldn't mind scheduling. Like people that I've I've had like consistently as sex partners, I'm like, listen, how many nights? Which nights we gonna do this? I'm seeing you Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All right, bet. If we can't do it, let me know early in the in the day. We'll reschedule for another. like. I'm cool with that even being single. Because I like to know, it's cause, especially because I don't, like, we're not, I'm not living with anyone. So if I'm having sex and it's good, I'm going to want it more often. So I need to know which days I can look forward to getting it. <laughs> That's there that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Your hair looks real pullable, too, by the way. Your roots looking good and healthy, so they could be yanked real nice. No yanking yet. No yanking. It has to loosen up a little bit. Maybe in a week. Man, listen. I did some manscaping yesterday. I can tell you this. Fuck it. This is Love, Lesson, Badass, so I can say what what I want to right now. I don't think my balls have been this smooth since the day I was brought into this earth. And it took... And did you use the Dr. Bronner's? Oh, after? listen. I, you know what? I have not given an update on that. I gotta say, I was on some bullshit when I was talking shit about you. My body has. It's not even about no ass eating. My body has <laughs> never felt as clean, clean. until I used. And then now, now that I manscaped and I washed up and I took my shower with Dr. Bronner's afterwards, my God, it's like a cool like it, listen. You can't tell. I'm so fresh, so clean was my theme song for the last 24 hours. Nobody could tell me shit, shit. And you know, you know, me, you, me, you talked before. You were like, uh, uh, you feel like men should should. Don't you feel like men should be like almost bald down there too, just like women? Isn't that like your thing? I don't believe in that. You know, I or low. I I keep I trim right. Listen, this the combination. Of the way I shaved my balls last night and Dr. Bronner's will keep me from having hair on my balls for a very long time. I can't wait till I put my balls in somebody's face again. Because all I can say is them motherfuckers, they going to be happy as shit. That shit is fucking amazing. That I'm so happy that you brought that shit into my life. That shit, listen. That, it's See, gr- people are sleeping it's, on it. It's groundbreaking. Even Josh and Brian are, are using it now. I'm telling you. And then Get this right. Get this right. So you know me. I I try to do better at taking care of my skin. So at first I was using the Dr. Bronner's just on my body. Then for one day I was you you can I know you can use the shampoo everything, but I finally like really deep cleansed my face with it one day instead of my normal face wash, and that was like my face has not been as smooth again since I was a motherfucking baby. This shit is unlocked. Go go. I'm rough now because my beard didn't got. I gotta go to the barber tomorrow. But go and look at the last video on the Waking Souls um YouTube page. That was right after I shaved and used Dr. Bronner's to wash my face <laughs> and my beard. My shit was glowing. There, I got so many comments on that video, the promo video, and people were like, "What is your skincare routine?" I was like, "Well, I used to use X Y Z, but now it's exfoliating three times a week and Dr. Bronner's every night. That shit is life changing." <laughs> I need a check. From Dr. Braun, okay? Because I put so many men and all of the all of the, the fragrances are good. They have like lavender, they have almond, but the peppermint one, especially in the summertime when you're high and you're sweaty, like it gets rid of any musty smell, like any oh, smell, can... it would dead. Okay. So we're super close, right? This is gonna be a test of our relationships. <laughs> we're super, super close. You know I'm hairy, right? Yes. So I can't 
Tia, would you shave my ass for me? Yes. Because I'm just weird. Like, I like asses. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. This is what we're going to do, right? People are People are not. I can't believe I'm finna fucking say this. <laughs> if we get is and like I said, we get shit ton of listens. I don't know why they don't interact more. If we get twenty five emails saying shave that ass, I will let I will give T Clippers when I go to go to DC and we will record a video of her shaving my ass and post it wherever we can. On Patreon. There you go. So listen. <laughs> Y'all, we're going to see how much y'all love us, right? But uh, (laughs) that's it. Tia, go ahead. Give me the email. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Y'all got to do this for me because y'all don't understand how long they have been teasing me about talking about Dr. Bronner's soap, and now they love it. (laughs) Love it, okay? So do this. Give us 30 emails. Let's, Let's take it a step... Give us 30. All right. So catch me at the first lady, D-A-F-I-R-S-T underscore L-A-D-I on Instagram. And I'm back on Facebook. I don't know why. I reactivated my Facebook, but I'm back. I saw you go live. I was I was sure I had my phone and I was like, T the first lady went live. I'm like, I thought she was off Facebook. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome back. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Lovelustbas at gmail.com. If you want to send us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We're the number one adult podcast in the world. We represent the Breaks Media and we out this bitch. Yeah. I know I've been away. I just wanna know if you pretending